Happy Canada Day and or 4th of July. We just released two new perks on our Indiegogo campaign where, for just $5, you can vote for which country is best. That's right. You can show your national pride as a Canadian or an American by giving us $5. Now I know what you're thinking. Wow, gee, that seems pretty shameless. And you're right. But it's not all bad. You'll also get to submit questions for all three of our question-based shows. Click the link in the description to cast your vote. And have a happy holidays. This episode of the Effort Discussion Podcast is brought to you in part by Nerds Just Wanna Have Fun. When the zombie apocalypse comes, I'm going to build my base in a prison. Everyone knows that's the safest place to go when the zombies come. Uh, do you even know where there is a prison? Um, looking up the nearest prison would be, uh, trivial. Okay, but how would you get there if the city is overrun? Uh, doy. I would scavenge for weapons or build my own super cool new ones and find other survivors and we'd all go as a group. Safety and numbers and all that. <laughs> Wait. Are you are are you telling me that you'd interact with other humans? You're terrible at that. Yeah, but I'll be so much more better prepared than them, and I'll be super cool with my leather duster and my survival skills that they would obviously make me their leader and beg me to lead them through the darkness of the apocalypse. They will herald me as Survivor Prince Tommy, and together we shall create a new world. Or they'll just beat you up and take your duster. Shut up! The zombie apocalypse might have been thought up by nerds, but it definitely wasn't built for them. Yes, come to see you. I say now, Benson, Jack, Benson, Joe, Benson, Jack, Benson, Welcome to episode 174 of Up for Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Adrian Schoen. And we've got two special special guests with us in studio tonight. Uh, they are the hosts of the Go Plug Yourself podcast, Keith and Walter. Hey I can, guys. See, the, I can hey. see the sunlight creeping in from your window. It's what, still what evening tonight? though. It's the longest, <laughs> it, we're in the longest part of the year, man. <laughs> it's literally solstice. It's not going to be yeah. nighttime for like another four hours. That's like, true. I <laughs> could get drunk and sober again two times over. <laughs> it still wouldn't be nighttime. nighttime. It's the longest day of the year. Yeah, no, I was going to say, uh, yeah, we were up at the cottage this weekend and it was the entire weekend. Sarah just kept tripping out. She'd being like, is the sun still up? Like, also, <laughs> also the shrooms. Yeah, no. Those don't help. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. That's important. What are tasty goofs and how are your goofs tastier than others? So our goofs actually are made with MSG. Okay. So yeah. they get that nice umami flavor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That stuff's good. Yeah. Umami is good. That's, have you ever it. that's read all the, it takes. Have you ever read the article about the lady that added uh, MSG to everything? Well, first of all, MSG pretty much is added to everything. No, so. but like beer and salads and everything. Like she had sprinkled Again. MSG. That's not in everything, yeah. man. No. Sure it is. I mean, it's in a lot. What do you like? <laughs> what do you like? No, what do you like? Beer. MSG's in there. I don't think so. What else do you like? Uh, that too. Vodka. MSG's in right in there. Gin. Yeah. Give me food. Give me food. I'm pretty sure. Or another drink. I don't or even care. Or another drink. MSG's I feel you're just going to say MSG MSG's no matter what so I say. MSG's in so many things. 
A cool glass of water on a summer's day. So much MSG. Uh, yeah. Almost an intolerable man. You know how you have that headache after you drink a glass of water? That's from like, the oh, MSG. Why do I have this glass of water headache? And you're like, people think it's from the water, but it's actually from the MSG. Yeah. What's up, guys? How MSG you gets yeah, <laughs> you know, There's an MSG yeah. conspiracy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you guys are the hosts of a show with uh, 150 something episodes now. Yeah, you, you were just on as our many show. episodes as we do uh, downloads total of all time. Yeah, cool. We get one download of an episode every Correct. time, so. and it's not my wife. She doesn't listen. Uh, it's it, not me. You were just on our 159th episode. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We just recently did our big 150th special. That was super fun. I don't remember it. You don't remember? I mean, that makes sense. I mean, if you go back and listen <laughs> you know, to No, no, actually, no. That, that was, uh, I feel like I got less crazy on that one than previous ones. I feel like I told you, we've talked about this before. I've made that claim and you're skeptical every time. I'm not necessarily skeptical on every time. I just think that a lot of your craziness was um, put, because we, we, we did, we did a it live, in front of people. We did it a live show. Mm-hmm. It was at a show. the Mainline Theater. Right. Uh, okay. We had people come out. But then we had these segments where uh, some of Walter's comedian friends would do... Um, they weren't even like full comedy sets. They were kind of like half roasting you. A little bit. I don't know why as, it turned into that. As you roasted them back. <laughs> yeah, like, like, cause he, Walt, so Walter was up on stage and then... Uh, and this was, this was ultimately cut from the episode. Episode 150. It was just sort of something to sort of like... We interspliced with the podcast. Give a little something to the live audience. Yeah, it's to give kind of like an extra mm-hmm. little, like, come out to the live show. There's going to be some live we comedy. almost right? always know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I think Everybody said it was a great time. I think so. Yeah, it was a great time. But then Walter just, so Walter was still mic'd and sitting on stage while they performed. So then I felt they wanted to engage with you. <laughs> And then you wanted to engage back with them. It wasn't them. fully thought out. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> fully thought out. But the, but like you got like and you were just like getting those parts. I feel you were at your sloppiest. Like you kind of re- like reeled it back in for the podcast. Also, parts. yeah, but they were going in on me though. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't there. entertaining. I wasn't going to sit want... there on my own podcast and listen to these these POS comics. <laughs> Yeah, let, like, let's get to the heart of this. I know? mean, what, what do you want to say to Walter from the inside? Be emotionally honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that well, I, we talked about this on the episode that Tom was on. I think our episodes are kind of the most engaging when Walter's the most drunk. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's great. It's very funny for me when you're very drunk. The podcast. I feel like I, like I live within a culture of enablement. Uh, and it's just like it's when I hear things like this that I that I feel like that every time that I'm like oh maybe I, do I drink too much do I do this too much and then I and then people are like no it's funny Walter no this is the best episodes Walter <laughs> yeah you should be like blackout drunk more often on the podcast Walter really no, it's bye. funny it's super funny keep doing it Walter no no there's no problem. No. Oh, buddy. Super cool. <laughs> Super cool. Do you want to hug it out? No. no. <laughs> no. You, want, you want me to be honest? No. no we're, we're being real honest. No, absolutely I've, not. I've been in the room with these guys for like an hour and a half. They have hugged once. Yeah. I, I want to see one of them cry. <laughs> I can make that happen. All right. <laughs> By the end of this episode. Oh, but with words or just like straight up punching me. <laughs> I could, I could punch like, you hard enough you'd cry. <laughs> Big one way or the other. There's things I'm thinking about. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, so Walter, you you do like voice acting stuff? Right? Uh, or I would love to do more voice acting stuff. Hmm. Uh, I, like, I, I someone told me like oh, you should go get, go get like an acting agent, and then and I showed up like on the day like on a open house kind of day, hmm. and and she was like, yeah, you have a good voice. I'll get you some work. I'm like, cool, whatever. And then like I think I've gotten one voice gig since, hmm. and that was years ago. But like I I I ended up getting like on screen acting stuff through her, which I didn't think I really would. And, and 
I and you know I always that's what I was talking about before, like with the jacket over my computer, right? It was that was it not here? Yeah, when I was mentioning yeah, this? yeah, yeah. It was on the Go Plug Yourself episode. <laughs> Feels like I've been here for hours. But, hey, <laughs> but like I and, and I have to send I have to send in these these self tapes, like and I was like like record myself on my iPhone, and I, I keep saying I'm like, can I just go in like? Don't they have like a studio or something? <laughs> I really feel like you're not getting like the full impact, or like you know, or like I need one guy instead of like I'm reading like these notes, and it's like we're looking for a sincere yet ironic, yet surprised, <laughs> yet young, yet experienced, yet wise voice. I'm like, right, but in like, a submarine, and then they're like, hey, don't, I'm <laughs> and then just like just don't do what, anything. How, different. Is this can we swear? Or what? Yeah, like, and then and then I was just gonna say, and then these people have like the balls to be like, please don't send in more than two takes. <laughs> All on one file, please. Yeah, one, one and I'm like, file. so I have to, so I have to edit this myself as well, then, or just do it perfectly. And what, like, it's, it's, like, like, yeah. so yeah, so yeah, I do some voice acting sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but you not do as more, much as you want. But you were, you were the face of Shock Top, and now you're the face of Vachon. I was not the face of Shock Top. No, you are the face. A, of Vachon, I was in a non-union ad for Shock Top, <laughs> where <laughs> I was. We were talking about before. It was like it was your deal before. Mm-hmm. So we're so there's gonna be a lot of references. To a podcast that's not on this network. That Adrian wasn't here for. (laughs) No, but well, I'll represent our audience. Okay, so you're going to be like, what now? Make more sense. You talked about how you were the only experienced actor in that Burger King commercial. Oh, no, I was the only, I was the only improviser. The only improviser, whatever, right. But like, same deal, like we did, like I did like a a man off the street or like (laughs) a random passerby kind of, we like, we just like turned the cameras on in this convenience store to see what would happen. And it's like, meanwhile, like they got these people that they're paying, like go in now. Like, dude, like, I'm like, yeah, it's like super organic. Okay, wait, hang on a second. Natural. I saw those commercials and yeah. they, they did not look like, I did, I not for a moment thought anything of that was legit. There's a talking, like, beer case. No, but you're supposed to. The beer to- case <laughs> talks. I think you're supposed to believe that the people coming in are just random passerbys. I mean, I know it's shot mm-hmm. that way, but I, I but it, like your deal, Tom's deal was right. an actual like real customers eating real. That's what this was. This was mm-hmm. supposed to be real customers encountering a yeah. talking beer case. Yeah, no, but it was no supposed burger. to be, but it wasn't actually. Yeah. Yeah, but who knows that? I mean, I guess the producers who knows of the that? commercials. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're real smart, it could be. Whoa, oh my god! I think we cracked the commercial business wide open. Yeah. Some of these commercials are staged. <laughs> they're, they're not real. <laughs> Holy shit! We're, pull, we're pulling back the curtain here today. Anyway, so, so Walter Walter did the thing where it was like he walks into a convenience stores and it's set up kind of filmed like a hidden camera deal, and then yeah. the, the the shock top like the the, the case sun, of beer. There was the, like a little the sunshine like a little sunshine thing, guy little, on a wedge of orange and he had a little mouth. Yeah, and he had a little. And he starts talking. And Walter's like, "What?" As if to shock the passerby. Shock yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. But then you're at the actual face of Vachon. I made so little money for that. Shock Top commercial. Did you even get free Shock Top? No, but there was this one guy beer. that owned a pizza place on Crescent Street, and like he would see this, he would see me, and he'd be like, "Yo, pizza guy!" And like this, he would recognize me from this, and he never gave me a free slice of pizza, oh, like harsh. not one. Come on! And I kept going. Did you ask? No, you were like, "Okay, I, I would for the Shock I would top never man. be so presumptive." My God, like, see, that's the problem. You gotta ask. <laughs> but he I was should gonna... offer. How do you? Why would you be in admiration of someone's like pseudo celebrity and then not offer like whatever your wares are? Does he own the pizza place? 
Or is it just some guy who works at the oh. pizza place? No, it's 100% his. Oh, okay. Do you know the place I'm talking about? I think you guys even know the place I'm talking about. It's like, it's it's at the, the low part of Crescent, right before Rene LeVague. And it, like sometimes it only opens like at 1030 at night. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Super late night. Super it's late night. Flashing 99 cent pizza place, yeah. even though like pizza hasn't cost 99 cents there in, like, since like before 9-11. I think a cheese know, pizza like, is still 99 there, no? No. Nah, Are you sure? Not even. But he does have a lot of different like accoutrement and sauces and stuff that you could put on the pizza. Which is, you know, worth it, worth its weight. And so you can order a cheese pizza and just douse it up with the freebie sauces. Ranch sauce, uh, sriracha, mayo, if you want, go real crazy. Nice. Yeah, and it's all just sitting there unrefrigerated on this counter. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> extra, exactly extra how I like my mayo. That's how it gets the umami flavor. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever want to shit myself, I'll, I'll be sure to head over. That's yeah. what umami means, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I watch a lot of food television. I'm really broken up about the whole Bourdain deal. Oh, yeah. so I feel sad. That. Yeah. I wrote a, I did a, I started to write like a, a princess died, like a type oh. song, like a, like an Elton John. Like, Goodbye, Tony B. <laughs> Though you tasted lots of food. I literally just uh, watched. <laughs> you just kind of made a no, no, no. It's like, you no. also know that there's no more lyrics coming after that. Like, <laughs> I knew when to like, jump in. Like, fuck that. No, he's not doing this. <laughs> what well, was this? Is the, uh, the, the, um, the most recent one he did on Netflix was the, the, the stopover. Uh, oh, the layover? Layover, yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't, he didn't do that for Netflix. It was, it was on Netflix. That they put yeah. on it Netflix, was brought up yeah. on Netflix, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I love, I, I love that show. I'm not even a big cooking show guy, but I was like, just it seemed super fun, super cool. I love Anthony Bourdain, but he did ruin my favorite pizza place. Oh, no. Which one? It was a place in Chicago near where I grew up. A deep dish kind of situation? Uh, Yeah, he did He did great deep dish. He starts, Yeah. Really? Yeah, so cool. they, there was like a couple other places that this guy started, and- then uh, I think he hated everybody. So then he bought Anthony Bourdain or the Chicago man, the Chicago, this guy, Bert, who okay. made pizza. Yeah. And so he started a little pizza place that uh, the sign said Starbucks. It was unlisted and they only made pizza for the Skokie fire department in the northern <laughs> suburbs of Chicago. Okay. And it looked like a bar. And there was just nobody ever in there. Right. But he made like real solid pizza. And all the plates were from IHOP. And Bert would sit in the corner <laughs> with his like three foot like white beard. And he would stare at you in the corner as you ate your pizza. Nice. <laughs> it sounds like this sounds like uh, Pindelli's right up here. On kind the, of. It's a little bit. Yeah. Of a Pindelli you know this situation. spot right up here on Code St. Luke? Yeah, you know yeah. that spot? Yeah. That guy, we were just talking about that before we came over here. Mm. And that guy like still, it's like he's, well, you know, I don't want to like, you know, Throw them under the bus. You're on a, on a thing here. But yeah. that guy, someone still smokes cigarettes regularly in that establishment. Oh, of course, <laughs> like, and you're like, and it's so funny. Like, it's like you're waiting for your, like your like your food, or you sometimes, God forbid, you actually eat in there, and it's like, what are you still doing? You're eating your pizza, like, and consuming my secondhand smoke. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was I mean p- prior to uh, Tony from Cosmos tragic. And yeah. He didn't smoke in there. He, what? Well, not no, when yeah. I went, maybe like years ago. He smoked not. there for a very long time. There's no Cosmos? Oh, yeah. I yeah. never saw him smoke in there. Oh, well, yeah. I used to live above him, and he would smoke in there. Oh, wait, wait, the, the the old guy. Yeah, yeah, okay, Tony. No, I, never, I never went there while he was still working yeah, yeah, there. It was yeah, always yeah. his son. Yeah, exactly. His, his son and his daughter, they they do not smoke. No, but, yeah. Uh, but he, the they old, just the yell. Old, yeah, yeah, they, they yell. They all, all, the whole family yells. Yeah. But yeah, the old guy used to smoke in there okay. a lot. So. Yeah, fair Anyway, yeah, R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. And R.I.P. And uh, Cosmo. Cosmo's, Cosmos yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that was like a, that was what yes. like four or five years ago. Four or five years ago. Yeah. That, that's that one of the up. things that triggered the summer of darkness. Yeah. yeah. Do you, Do you know about this this piece of Montreal lore? What? 
Cosmos? Of how the, the tragic end of Cosmos, Tony? Summer of Darkness. No. No? Oh, Do you know what Cosmos is? Oh, we're not doing this story. No. Why, this is such a miserable It's real story. fast. It was, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm not going to dwell on it too dark. <laughs> it, anyway, Cosmos is like a an amazing greasy spoon down mm-hmm. on uh, Sherbrooke Street. It has like a little there bar. There are seven seats seven seats. the counter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. If you go in the wintertime, there's only seven seats. If you go yeah, in the summertime, they throw some plastic tables and chairs outside. Yeah. But anyway, his son... Like killed him with like a kitchen knife because him, yeah. Bruce Lee poster told him to. Oh, yeah, I forgot the Bruce Lee part. Yeah, that's like the weird twist. And anyway, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the guy that was like the patriarch of this whole deal, like his son killed him, and it was like, yeah, his youngest, was, his youngest son killed him because his Bruce Lee poster it was told a him to. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah super messed up. But then they kept they kept the restaurant open. They kept the restaurant yeah, open, so. still run by the uh, the not murdering son and yeah. the and daughter. I, I thought it would somehow be weird to go there after that, and I have gone a few times after that. And then I remembered as soon as I went back after that, like you know, that it was always ultra weird. Beforehand. Yeah, it's always so, so weird. So it wasn't yeah. even the the best is the, so it's one of the kids behind the grill all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're just they're his just daughter kind of, is his son Nick, his daughter Nikki. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just kind of yelling or whatever. And then like the the other the, the other staff member is like a, a crapshoot of, of yep. what kind of yep. a person that other yeah. it might be. Someone who's just like sometimes an old lady, sometimes an old lady, sometimes like a young art sometimes student, sometimes a guy, yeah, sometimes a guy, sometimes one of the members of Me Mom and Morgenthaler. But absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's a fact. That's not. Yeah, but somebody's at, but but definitely someone's always screaming. There's six. Yeah, or seven exactly. People there. They have they have different uh, approaches to you coming in. Some of them are pretty happy and really trying to push the coffee off mm-hmm. on you. Some of them like will get mad at you if you ask for a menu because you should know what you want because you're yeah. in Cosmos. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are like, just you know, kind of want to get rid of you. It's we should, like, you, should Cosmo, yeah. you should go. You should go at least once. I will yeah, check it out, place. and I will. Are you take like a vegetarian down... or anything? No, or... no, no. Oh, God, then no. good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but yeah. I, I will be taking down all my Bruce Lee posters when I get home. No, no, no. Yeah, it's probably that. a good idea. Yeah. Get rid of those. It's not Bruce Lee's <laughs> fault. That's the, that's not that we don't want to make it seem. The like Spirit of the Dragon told him to. Bruce Lee. So what's up? I feel, we've, I feel we've almost derailed your podcast entirely. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Uh, I am going to take us now, though, to the Cash Corner. Cash Corner. <laughs> so by now you probably already know that we're about a month into our big Indiegogo campaign to raise $10,000 for the Upford Network to build a new sound booth for our studio. What you might not know yet is that we're exactly halfway through our campaign at the time of releasing this episode. And at the time of recording this episode, we've only raised about 40% of our goal. So we're doubling down our efforts now to help push us the rest of the way. Uh, As of the morning that this is released, you can now join a special referral contest. The prize? Every person who manages to refer $250 in donations before the end of the campaign will get a chance to Skype into our show for a full episode. Uh, You can click the campaign link in the description of this episode to donate and learn more about the referral contest. I'll do a commercial for you guys pro bono if you want cool that'd be that'd be great because <laughs> this is pretty brutal yeah <laughs> well, we're, we're, honestly, we're, we're, wow buddy wow well, no, yeah, i mean i mean like, Tell us what you, you really know feel. what it's like no but it's it's pretty hard because you're like you're reading it live and mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah do it again as though the elevator's on you want to start from the top or in a no, submarine i don't yeah. think you need to do it we're, again we're, but i also don't think yeah. you want to do the last bit of text Oh, the, the last bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, yeah, go hit it, Walter. Yeah. You do it. Okay. And of course, um, you, you've missed the campaign link. You got to talk about the campaign link. It's uh, important. It Hold on. There we go. Click the campaign. Hold on. One, wow. Two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> Botches it immediately. Professional actor. Professional actor, Walter J. Link, take one. <clears throat> Click the campaign link in the description of this episode to donate and learn more about the referral contest. And of course, we're still accepting donations through Patreon as well. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Kendallin, 
I like that you hang on. You have you have pronunciation guides on some of these, but you didn't have a pronunciation guide for Kendallin. Kendallin, Candace, Carla, Carlia, Carlia, shit, Thomas, George, Poppy, 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 Alex from Play the Mind. Great name, George Poppy. Jan, Yan, Jan, Jan, Jillian, pronounced Jillian. Cillian, pronounced Killian. <laughs> Angie, Sarah Angelica, Anne, and Scotty. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once per cycle on the show. And now more more stuff? or Do we jump into the Patreon questions? questions? We jump right into the Patreon question. Oh, Today's Patreon question comes from Patrick, who asks, if you could take anybody alive or dead out to dinner, who would it be and why? I was trying to think of uh, Walter. Who was that guy um, whose passage you read from on our very first episode? You read from his book. Oh, that was uh, the the dude, the guy that was like the, uh, the 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 robot in the Aliens movie. Yeah, uh, uh, Lance uh, Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. You guys know who Lance Henriksen is? Nope. Yeah, you do. But you do though. If you Google him, if you Google is, him right is now. This like a um, Doug Jones type situation. No, he's just like a guy that's in like a thousand movies. Yeah, he's like a, a pretty like a thousand like, movies. But yeah. like a, a body actor or yeah. No. Yeah. no. Oh, I see what you meant by Doug Jones. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he's not like I know that guy. Like you know, you've seen no, the Doug Jones, but Doug Jones did the mocap for all the Guillermo del Toro movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he was like Pan's Labyrinth. Where you so don't know the Star guy, Trek. you wouldn't recognize the guy. So yeah. it's, saw but it's, it was not a Doug Jones thing. Lance, no, it's Lance not Hendrickson a Doug Jones is like you, you'll recognize his face and his, and voice. his voice, and he's not like an extra in things. He's usually he's like usually like a strong part of an ensemble there cast. Guys, I remember, don't recognize him. Really? really? Yeah. Wow! Not at all. Even uh, not even a little bit. Hey, eh? wow! I don't watch movies. He's Bishop the <sighs> Alien. He's uh, Frank Black from the TV show Millennium from the late '90s. That was an offshoot of. Uh, but of, Thomas uh, too young for that. Files. Yeah, 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 yeah. Millennium. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was gonna be real upset if neither of you knew Millennium. No, I, I, I admit I watched uh, The Lone Gunman more Ooh. as a spinoff than than Millennium. Had like five seasons. I yeah, Lone Gunman. I think only did the full one. like yeah, twenty they, they plus episodes. Yeah. but I never d- heard of either of these. <laughs> you did, okay, but have you watched the X Files? No. What, oh. what are you doing? What are I'm you a doing, little baby. Tom? He I'm was a little, little small he was baby. Literally seven at the end. Uh, at the end of the millennium, he was seven years old. Think about that. Wow, when you ask him why, he did you know what Y two K was? Like, I did. You, yeah, as a seven year old, you were like, the world's gonna end. We. I did, but only because YTV was doing some stuff with it, and like it stressed me out. Is that, oh, what up? we actually talked about Y2K on a recent episode, 171, I think. But hang bullshit. on, hang on. What was YTV doing about why were they why were they terrifying children? They're being like, maybe all the computers will explode. They, up next, reboot. They used it to like market like uh, like weird TV stuff. I yeah. guess like they I don't know. They just had I mean, a lot of people jumped on it. Graphics yeah. like across the screen during shows. I mean, like Y2K TV is also kind of like it's right there, right? They yeah. already use YTV. I don't know if they did that. I don't or think not, they did, but they should have. They should have. We're answering the Patreon question. Yeah, yeah. I said Lance Henriksen. That was my answer. <laughs> Yours would be Lance Henriksen. Because I wanted to steal it from you. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't. Because I'm out to dinner with Lance Henriksen. I would. Mine would be actual Nikola Tesla. There it is. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I think you've. Uh, we've done a similar question like this on on our podcast. And I think. I, you, think, I think you went with yeah. Tesla. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing if not consistent. Yeah, exactly. I think you went with yeah. Tesla the same way. Uh, you, yeah. I like how you specified actual 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 Nikola. Nikola. I don't want to go to a fucking dinner with a car. You know, that's stupid. Was it? Uh, <laughs> Adrian, have, have a pleasant meal with Tesla of all white foods. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> series of pigeons. Wasn't there something where? 
like Jack White played Nikola Tesla. Is that like is he coffee and cigarettes or there's no there's a Tesla he, coil he, involved he makes in a, a Jack Tesla White? coil in coffee and cigarettes. There you go. The white stripes play themselves and Jack shows Meg how he made like a, a, a Tesla, Tesla coil. coil. Right. Yeah. I knew there was a, I knew there was a you Tesla see that, White. You see that, that movie? Nope. Coffee and cigarettes. Jimmy Armush. No. Oh. No. Shit. So, fun fact about uh, Walter and I, we're kind of film buffs. A little bit. Sweet, apparently. <laughs> like, apparently, as we're like, we're like, haven't you seen all of these obscure Adrian, is movies? it terribly rude if we ask how old you are? Because we got 24 out of this guy. I no, wait, ju- wait, 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 wait. Jump her name. You just had a sk- special skill. Oh, yeah. Jump her age. What's, what's her name? Guess her age. What's her name? What's oh, her age? Shit. Yeah, what's no, her name? Like, age? Okay, no, because like, yeah, no, but I've remembered Adrian's name, so yeah. now mm-hmm. I feel like for that reason, I won't get the age. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you, if, it's, if you don't if you're not offended by Walter, just I am not. It. Okay, no, okay, because no, I don't want to. I feel like you've you've said your age multiple. I've said times. it a yeah, bunch yeah, of yeah. times. Like twenty seven. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh. See, this is what, like this is. Yeah. yeah. You're like, hey. No, I just, I just had a birthday actually. Thirty one. Uh, Thirty seven. Thirty seven. No. Oh. That see, that's why you know some of this because this guy is like he's that twenty. This is why you know Millennium. Yeah, this is why you know Millennium. I'm like Millennium. No one knows Millennium. Nobody. Nah, knows that one. Millennium. It had like five seasons though. Do you know what did in the Lone Gunman? Is it played on Friday nights at ten? Yeah. As that's, did Millennium. Actually, that is a bad Millennium too. Bad times. Millennium, <laughs> Millennium ran at like Fox at like ten o'clock or some shit on Friday. Nights, yeah, so. Fox did that to a lot of shows. Yeah, and they just like pitched them right in. What was the? I remember watching Millennium. I was like an X Files buff. My my girlfriend in high school was a huge, huge X Files fan, and I, and I was just like a cursory fan. I was just sort of like by by association, and I was like, I was like off put by how little Millennium seemed to have to do with the X Files. <laughs> like it was a spinoff only in the fact that he was a guy from it was X-Files. Like, here's, like, here's like no, Lone Gunman was, seemed like tied in. Like right. they were dealing with the conspiracies, but in a wacky Lone Gunman way. Right. If, if, it was the ancillary characters. I don't yeah. even remember if there were any like spinoff characters in Millennium. Yeah. Oh, in Millennium? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Lance, Frank Black himself. Yeah. 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 Lance Henriksen. I think like, I think they brought, they brought him in an episode. And also the guy that was. Uh, John Locke eventually there in oh. uh, in Lost. That guy was in there too. Like and he, he was in also he, a character he, in X Files. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. that guy carried carried over between the both. Uh, what's his name? He's like a good actor. Like he's, he's in a lot of shit. Like, yeah, John know. Locke from Lost. Yeah, yeah. everybody knows yeah. who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he was in the plane crash and then he could walk. Right. Right. Did you ever see Near Dark? No, I don't think I know it's a that good one. Vampire movie with Lance Henriksen. <laughs> um, you think about all the stuff we're going to talk about when I have dinner with Lance Henriksen. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, tell us about. You ever seen Near Dark? Hey. Have I seen Near Dark? Ask the actor if he's seen the movie. But I basically, I want a first-person account of that passage that you read, read from your book. That's uh, the garage yeah. that I mentioned earlier. Oh, I see. Yeah. Nice. And there's nice. a passage in this book that Walter read about talking about like some Hollywood media. His book type. is great. He's got a book called. Not bad for a human, which is a quote from the alien. You remember that character, the bishop character from the first alien movie? He's, he's an android. Okay, have you he's seen like, the alien Yeah, yeah. Films? yeah. Okay. So this, Whoa, Tom is shaking his head wow, no. Fuck, I don't watch movies. Walter is like incredibly close to taking his headphones off right now and just <laughs> leaving. You know, if I was drunker, I'd be mellow. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I have watched a lot of movies, but I but yeah, uh, not comprehensively. So he's talking about like a Hollywood exec or whatever. And he was like, he brought the briefcase. Do you remember the story at all? And he was just sort of like, and he, like a guy like brought a briefcase to a meeting and he was like, this briefcase is full of all the fucks I give. And he opened it up and it was empty. <laughs> that wasn't the story at all. Isn't it? No. You just made that up. What the fuck? Who no, happened? I don't know what you're remembering. That's not a fuck. I feel that's know. a Lance Hendrickson story. Anyway. I'm Lance Hendrickson was almost supposed to be Terminator. Fun story. Oh. Yeah. Before Arnold Schwarzenegger. Cause like, he's like, uh, what's his face? I would have seen him more uh, as a T-1000. No. Yeah. James Cameron really liked him. He was like, cause from making the aliens mm-hmm. and, or whatever. And he was like, you know, this guy should be your Terminator. And then, but like, he wasn't. Nearly, he was, like, giant he, was, he, was too every, he was too every man ish, like he was yeah. too 
He yeah. didn't look like that's what I'm saying. I could have seen him as a T-1000. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I, he would have been good in that part. Mm-hmm. He was in Pumpkinhead. You guys ever see the Pumpkinhead franchise? I feel that if he hasn't nope. seen Alien, he hasn't no. seen Pumpkinhead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that one was out there. That was a bit <laughs> of a reach. It was a bit of a reach. Of a reach. <laughs> Adrian. Oh, uh, uh, who would I, I yeah. dine with? Yeah. Um, so I have I, several minds of this. Um, so I've been watching a lot of The Crown and studying for my citizenship test. So to where? Uh, uh, Canada. Really? She's from Chicago. I'm American. Is The Crown helping with that? Um, well, <laughs> it, it, it is preparing me to pledge allegiance to my new sovereign. And you're like, I recognize is... these people from the money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, which is a new concept for me because that's definitely uh, something contrary to how I was raised. Um, so, so that's kind of a nice thing. And she's seen it all. But you've got to get like, that's a tough nut. Like, she's not going to be a good time for dinner unless she's just like a really drunk, belligerent queen. But I don't even think you can break that barrier. No, she seems pretty mm-hmm. chill. Yeah. Yeah. Queen yeah. Liz? Queen Elizabeth II? Yeah. Oh, yeah. QL. Yeah, yeah I don't she, think she's got like she drives. Uh, what do you call it? Like Range Rovers and shit. Yeah, no, yeah. she's she's like a hearty woman. Yeah, which she's, I like. She's probably yeah. chill as hell. Yeah. yeah, old British ladies are the funnest to hang out with. Yeah, no, I bet she'd be a blast if you can get her to like break the the queen bit down. Hmm. But uh, then I was thinking, Mister Rogers, because it's nice to remember that right. there are good people. And he hasn't, and like in his and his uh, reputation has never been mis- besmirched once. No, yeah, he's like the the. One of the, the last ones. I think the day I hear that he did something wrong. <laughs> He's one of the last ones that we were told that was amazing and, yeah. and stayed yeah. amazing. Like, fought for the public. Literally his Public television re- being like, don't advertise to his, kids. His whole <laughs> reason for doing that whole show for, like, however long he did it, like, 40 years or whatever, yeah. was, like, uh, there should be, like, some kind of reasonable, wholesome television on for children mm-hmm. that's yeah. not, like, garbage. And that was, like, the only reason he did it. Yeah, like, like super cool. Like, no, because they say never meet your heroes, and I feel like that would just be one solid exception. Like right. he would never disappoint you. Yeah, uh, and there's just amazing stories of him just like sitting around with his limo driver and going into his house for like playing piano and entertaining his family, and he's just like the best human being. But I think Agatha Christie, because mm. <laughs> she was like, ask her about the whole time she disappeared and everything. Oh, that'd be good to know. Yeah. Plus, it'd be a fab dinner. Be yeah. like aristocratic, like nice. British and you're still cocktails. getting like yeah, you're still getting like the old like. If crazy, you use the like, wrong fork though, I think it would be like get out. Nah, I think like, she, you she just... was the first woman to surf. Well, the first English woman to surf. Really? <laughs> yeah. You ate the canapé wrong. No. Get out of here. I don't no, think she was a, that fussy. Uh, you don't think? You don't no. think? You don't think she was fussy? No. I don't think so. Would you? I think it would be super fun if you were at a dinner party with Agatha Christie and then like a murder happened. <laughs> and then you'd be like, Agatha, it's time. <laughs> well, she disappeared though. Yeah. Do you yeah. know that? She has her own mystery. Yeah, exactly. It was a Doctor Who episode. It was. <laughs> Wait, do you... Are you, it was 100%. I know you even know about that. I don't even like a huge Doctor Who person. But yeah. like... Do you think like, do you think that if you were at a dinner party with Agatha Christie and the murder happened... Do you think that then you guys would team up to solve the murder? I think she would try to get out so quickly. She'd be like, I don't, I don't want nothing to do with this. I She'd be like, I know who much. did it. I'm not telling anyone. Let's get out of here. No, it would be my out. unbreakable moment where I was the Samuel L. Jackson to Agatha Christie's Bruce Willis. Neither and of them like are a, on that show. Like a shriveled old Agatha Christie being like, they called her Mrs. Glass. Un- unbreakable is a film, Tom. <laughs> oh, I 
thought you were talking Fucked about Kimmy off. Schmidt. Nope. God, what do you watch? I just watch sitcoms. <laughs> Shit. And like the West Wing. Si- yeah. West Wing? I watch... You watch, I watch wait, 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 hold on. We, 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 we can get along over that. You like West yeah, Wing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like the Sorkin guy? I'm a Sorkin guy. Do you like the other Sorkin stuff? I like the other Sorkin stuff less, but I like... So, yeah. Newsroom? You don't like Newsroom? Do you like, like Studio newsroom. 60? Yeah. The ultimate I, test is if you like Studio 60. I, not at all, eh? Not at all. It's it's so it's good. Like, it's 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 I bad in a to. lot of ways. Yeah, it's bad in a lot of ways. Sports but it's kind of like sports I love sports. Sports night is great. Yeah, sports, yeah. Night. Yeah. sports, sports night, night is my favorite. On a on a slight tangent, but mm-hmm. still kind of related to this. Um, one of the like perks for our fundraising campaign is that for a hundred bucks, someone can decide what show with three or fewer seasons uh, we make these two guys on the Studio network 60. do an entire podcast about, uh, like episode by episode, week or after week. Arliss. Or Arliss. Well, no, here's the thing: shit ton of seasons. What are you Newsroom about? and oh, Sports Night true. are both like less than three seasons. Yeah. Uh, and like, I'm like tempted to just throw a hundred bucks at this thing myself <laughs> and make them do it, but I really don't want to do, do that. It. I might. Sports do Night it. is so good. West, so, West Wing isn't always great, though. That's the, no. the same. The thing West, is, West, West Wing like, suffered, I think, from having too many seasons. West, like, yeah, it would it would have been like it could have done a real tight like three four season what, run. What, what, yeah. what show? West Wing. Well, yeah, but then, but Sorkin then all, left. In he left, five. but they, they yeah. left. Quote unquote yeah. left. He like he did like shrooms and cocaine for a year, yeah. and then they're like, maybe you shouldn't be helming this major network drama anymore. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, maybe you should call me Mr. President. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want people to talk real fast? Because this is how it gets done. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, oddly enough, I was actually this whole time thinking I would really like to have dinner with Rob Lowe. Oh, shit. Oh, so, oh, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. It's like, so did you really know that they not had ID? Or like, what's the story there, Rob? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, the, yeah, Rob Lowe, man. He's, he's one of those guys who I thought had no... No issues ever, and then I googled him about? once, and oh, I was like, "You're oh, 24." That's yeah, why. exactly. I was like, "I'm like, what are you talking about? You didn't know that Rob Lowe had like." That's no. the first thing that I think Rob about was a walking disaster. Yeah. No. Less than like, zero, like all of those. Yeah, movies threesome are... with like two 15 year olds. What are you talking yeah. about? Well, I had no idea about that until I googled it like a month ago, and was like, "Oh shit!" And so now I really want to have a conversation with Rob Lowe to figure out. If he like he feels got bad about all of that stuff uh, and like has a heart, because you know? it's the honest show, right? It's yeah, that's it. Like yeah. I, I want to sit down with Rob Lowe and be like, "Look, Rob, dredge up. You were young. A me too. How bad do you feel about 80s. this? Yeah. And like, see could if he his heart's you, in the right place. Back? If his heart's in the right place, I think he could win me back. Mm. I mean, it was the eighties. It was the eighties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we can't hand out free passes just because it was the eighties. No, no, but it's not like I don't know. You know, I not to not to say that you know, it's not like he went around and like plucked like two like 14 year old we're not saying like, it's a Kevin Spacey old, like, situation no but I'm not saying he didn't pluck like two like 15 year old like like honor honor roll kids like out of their homes one night and say you guys want to party like it was right. probably some fucked up thing and like a lot of people should have been where they should have been but like I don't know I the whole thing is kind sleazy. of being an apologist for Rob Lowe no. right now. that's the thing I don't no, think I think, I think, I think like, I've always been up. like it's, it's like <laughs> I, I've never understood why it didn't hurt his career like, yeah as yeah. much as like comes Teflon Rob yeah yeah well it's because he ran with no because where he ran with was the whole fucking the bullshit ID story right yeah. Where it's like they show me fake IDs, and I'm like, is that all you need? Is that is that just fake IDs? Is what yeah. gets you off? Like, yeah. and you know, and, and anyway. Well, yeah. John Cusack still running around Chicago being an asshole to people. And really? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, there's just is that true? Find like a good Reddit thread of people because everybody in Chicago, every waitress is like fucking <laughs> John, John Cusack. A psychopath? <laughs> How's his? What about his sister Joan? Is she okay? I I haven't heard anything bad about her, but he'll like walk in just high as fuck on his motorcycle and really? like just thrown food and wow. like trying yeah, to get that's, waitresses that's... to go back to his hotel room and like high on what like like weed everything. On the weed. No, no, I think he's into like still to this day. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, how old is John Cusack so now? Old. 
I was gonna say as oh, long as he doesn't as long as he doesn't do like I mean I feel he can like make a pass at a waitress and then if he like withdraws after no he gets it, mad <laughs> even oh. then even if he gets mad if he does if he How doesn't put his hands on them for being an apologist if he doesn't put his hands on anybody <laughs> and is just Rob being Lowe. a general disaster I'm like do you know what I mean like if he doesn't actually take anyone home and he just gets mad and throws food I'm yeah, like sure that's I'm like, fine that's hundred percent yeah, yeah I'm not right. I didn't say it's fine I'm saying it's the difference between him and Rob Lowe is Rob Lowe taking home that's the thing right like I feel like if Rob Lowe if current Rob Lowe is willing to admit that what he did in the past happened and was shitty and like that he feels yeah. bad There's about no doubt. That. I don't think he ever denied that it happened. No. Well, that's it. And I think that if, if he's like, if he's owning that and saying like, yeah, that sucks and I haven't done shitty things like that since, then right. I think I could be like cool to have dinner with Rob Lowe. Well, and also, like, you say that it's dismissive for, like, you know, it was the 80s, but that Brat Pack, like, they were in such oh, a yeah. weird, yeah. like, universe mm-hmm. where, I mean, James yeah, were, Spader and They were all, like, him, and they were all screwed up there, child, like, child stars also, right? Yeah. They were just sort yeah, of like, like, are you 12 years old? That's old enough for cocaine. Yeah, no, they were just drugged up and... Well, and, he, and even apparently later on, like, Leo DiCaprio and which one of his buddies, like, a couple of them apparently tore, like, him and maybe Affleck or something, but, like, Leo DiCaprio, I read that DiCaprio and some else like just were just like a tour blazed a path of insanity like i'll bet yeah yeah. i believe that yeah yeah Yeah, he had a pussy squad didn't he this is what i think this is what i I read about (laughs) yeah it was it had some like lovely colloquial name like yeah brat pack everybody yeah were there any good brat pack guys were any of them like did anything like yeah ali sheedy molly ringmole i think showed up was ali sheedy in there well, she's great. Right. Well, they were but they were they were the Brad Pack girls though, but I don't think they had the reputation of the dudes. Anthony Michael Hall? I think he, he, he no, I never heard anything about him. I don't hear anything He got him. real buff and then yeah. he did, he had that really bad show. The yeah. Dark Zone? Yeah, I think it was called The Dark Zone or something. It was based on the Stephen King novel yeah, and it was a movie at it. Yeah, the, the the Anthony Michael Hall show was not good. And like it was him being like I'm buff and gritty and I was like you're dead. Or the Gray Zone. <laughs> it was something like that. Mm. Favorite Brat Pack movie, Tom, who doesn't watch movies. Why are we doing <laughs> Can the I podcast say the Breakfast again? Club? Huh? Why are we doing the podcast again? <laughs> Eat healthy. Exercise regularly. Take cold showers. Avoid sugar. Practice yoga. Drink more water. Meditate. Practice mindfulness. Wear barefoot shoes. Avoid fat. Eat more fat. Go vegan. Try paleo. Do Drink bone broth. Try black P90X. Try a 30 squats a day. Eat more day squats. Keto strong. Eat good more protein. Eat less seafood. Avoid the dirty dozen. Try a bark. Drink curry. Take an eye. Wear natural fiber. Staying healthy can feel overwhelming at times. Sometimes it feels like you have to change all your habits just to meet the baseline. But sometimes, all it takes is one little change. Ether Kombucha contains four powerful probiotic strains along with essential vitamins and antioxidants, all in a delicious, refreshing package which helps regulate digestion, support the immune system, and aid in the body's natural detox processes. Living healthier can be a treat with Ether Kombucha. Ether Kombucha. Do what works for you. For more information, follow us on Instagram at Ether Kombucha. Topics of High Importance, a podcast where we get high and explore food, science, gaming, pop culture, and beyond. Filled with super tangents, forgetful flubs, and that awkward kind of tension that can only be produced by a married couple. Topics of High Importance on the Upford Network. Join us, won't you? Hi, I'm Tristan D'Amour. You might know me from the Scrum Podcast. Hi, I'm Harrison Mulo-Rajason. You might know me from, 
Anyway, so we're here to tell you about a new podcast miniseries called Hebemus Pod. It's a show about HBO's The Young Pope. Every episode will feature a guest viewer to talk about an episode. Will they have a fresh perspective on the show? Two years after it aired? We sure hope so. It's very simple. We talk about three things. A highlight, a low light, and the very famous Cherry Coke Zero character of the episode. Yes, yes. Uh, and we hope you tune in right here on the Upford Network. Today's Indiegogo question comes from Ashley Araneta, who says... Oh, I know Ashley. Yeah. Hey, Ashley, what's up? Hi, the high school, Ashley. It's your boy, Wilson. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh, She's yeah. older than you, too. Yeah. That, that one surprised me. When I met her, I thought we were the same age. Wow. Yeah. Um, anyway, Ashley asks, uh, Zombie Apocalypse, where do you think you'd be when you found out it was happening? What's your strategy for survival? She actually said Zombie Apocalypse with three exclamation points. I don't think you put enough spin on it. I actually name referenced Ashley on the previous podcast. With I think you did, yeah. Be on this. That's, very, that's very strange. Yeah. So, Serendipity. Yeah. Walter, yeah. zombie podcast. Where do you think you'd be? When, when I, when, when, where would I be when I found out it's happening? Yeah. Where, so I guess where are you the most often, right? Because I feel like that's kind of the the default is like you're probably going to be in probably just like place. probably be like something stupid yeah i'd probably be like at home like probably like avoiding doing like some work or something and just like trolling around on reddit and like mm-hmm. and, and find out that like you know like three, i feel reddit would be up on it pretty three fast. people came back to life like on papua new guinea or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. some story that was like i don't know why it's papua new guinea that seemed like the least offensive place i could have mentioned um but, but yeah I mean, but also but then that's not the apocalypse and i think that the strategy for survival i always feel like getting to like Finding out if you like which family member or friend has like a isolated enough up yeah, yeah. cottage. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what my old. But I feel uh, like I don't even know if that's the right thing to do. But that seems like I think that's where my brain would go quickest. Well, it always, yeah, it seems to get get out of population centers. I think is is usually the usually the go to. I used to have the best escape plan imaginable, which was um, if the corner of Saint Jacques and the twenty, where Saint Jacques used to go into the twenty, mm-hmm. uh, there is a like a super C, uh, like a Jeep car dealership, a gas station, a Canadian Tire, mm. which I feel those are like I was like get a lot of canned things, just like steal a Jeep, uh, load up on like camping equipment, and then just like hit the highway. I was right. like it was all right there, right on the highway. But now with the construction, that's all <clears> screwed up. But that w- that used to be like my go to. <laughs> I was like, that's where you go. You go to that corner. You fill up tanks of gas at the gas station. You steal a Jeep. You like get a bunch of cans of things and you just go and on top of that my buddy scott works at the hospital and he's already Mm -hmm. told us that he's like i will send he's like i will send the text message of like zombies it's happening i'm at the hospital i'm dead please get my wife and child like he's like i know that i'm not getting out i work at like right yeah he's like i work at the hospital he's like this is not happening like i mean like like maybe like percent could outlive you (laughs) <laughs> he's like maybe work it like he's like wait for me till 315 but like mm. it's probably not happening but so we have like an early warning system okay mm. of like coming out of the hospital employee because he's like i'll know right yeah. <laughs> yeah so but now um i work uh for cn and mm. i found out the other day there was a big power outage downtown montreal um and cn kind of went up on the back backup generators and stuff and i found out that cn not only has backup generators that's not that uncommon in a lot of big office buildings but that because they run the trains that building can stay powered for 30 days wow and it also has like a pretty serious lockdown mode so i was like i might just stay at work right (laughs) 
you know what I'm like? I feel there'd be a lot of like hustle and bustle, but then it, I could jump to the 28 days later right. situation mm-hmm. and then be like, and then I need to come out at 30 days from now. And like, there's right. a lot of food and stuff in the building and whatever. Like, there's... Do you guys have like an apocalypse shelter in the building? Because I feel like that's something you could maybe bring up with your boss. And we should, there, I work, <laughs> I work not necessarily an apocalypse shelter, shelter, but I work uh, essentially right next to the, uh, the command center, which is mm-hmm. like, it's a pretty much a bomb shelter nice like so yeah we, we so you're I, set yeah i could yeah. be like sorry sarah my wife <laughs> i'm just gonna hold up in here i hope you survive the next 30 days good luck lock it up yeah yeah so i think that would be okay but i mean but also i do agree like uh with walter's uh idea of just getting getting the heck out of town right yeah, like, yeah. and just and i mean also bonus points i've thought about this a lot mm. um there's like a real possibility depending on the nature of the zombie that it'll freeze in winter time. So That's what I always yeah. thought. Just go north. Yeah. So just like just, <laughs> just keep stay here. Just keep <laughs> heading north to get to like a thinly sparsely populated area, and then just wait till the winter time, and maybe a lot of it'll get taken care of. And I feel that mm. you could th- th- probably maybe start up a little like self-sustained farm or some situation. <laughs> like get a gun with a couple bullets, because like every now and then a zombie might like stumble in, but like they're mm. it's they're never gonna get up there. Right. Like if you just if you go like super far as far north as you can, and then just like. Find a little hunting shack in there and chill. That yeah. seems to be like the plan. Yeah. That always that, that, that's me, always why I liked that Walking Dead was in Atlanta because I was like, it's always hot. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be miserable. That's like, yeah. they're gonna the worst they're place. gonna be rotting and gross and they're never gonna freeze. Yeah, and it's just gonna be and terrible. half of them are gonna be racist too. <sighs> we don't know about those. I think zombieism cures and the, and that. The, <laughs> they're all gonna be racist because the half that weren't racist before are definitely racist now. <laughs> because they're zombies. Are you saying that zombification yeah. induces racism? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm kind of with you on that one. <laughs> uh, I think, well, yeah, especially because like zombie is like, if we think of zombies as a race, they want to kill everyone who's not their race, right? This is what I'm saying. I guess so. Yeah, zombies are the most racist. But I mean, does is that zombie hang, a hang, race or hang a condition? On. <laughs> hang on. I was also going to say, uh, are cannibals racist? Oh, maybe. You know what? I no. bet that's like porn. You like a lot of people say like they're they're not racist, but like when it comes down to the like what kind of porn they watch. You know, they're flipping off when when there's something they don't like. Huh. So I, I think that's like a, a truth revealed. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a, <laughs> a whole thing. I was thinking because you're, you're, you're saying that zombies are a different race and not a class of human. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I think like- that... So I mean I just think they're, I mean, sick, they're sick humans. Like does someone with cancer stop being human? Well, no, no. But someone with zombie zombies doesn't stop have, being human. Zombies they're just have very sick. Died and come back to life. Yeah, they're just yeah. very, very sick. That's not like a normal person anymore. That's done. That's a different thing. I feel like cannibalism. Maybe is... not race, but definitely a different like species. Maybe. Are you know. no longer the race you were when you become a zombie? <laughs> no, I guess that's true. <laughs> you keep okay. So not race, but they're not like the same type of entity as a human anymore. At least. So they're maybe not racist, but maybe they're xenophobic. I don't know. Maybe it's an mm, I am legend. Like, zombophobic. Well, no, non-zombophobic. Mm. We're zombophobic. Maybe I mean, also, it really, it really depends on the zombies also. Yeah. Some, like, sometimes zombies turn on each other and stuff, like when they get starved out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. That's a, that's a thing that happens. They usually prefer the live meat, but then when they get hungry, they'll, they'll go in. Mm. There's also the 28 Days Later zombies, which are not really zombies. They're just like rage monsters. Yeah. Mm. Right. And I don't, are they're they zombies. dead? Yeah, no. They're, yeah, they're undead though, right? Uh I don't believe so because no, they're not because you see that you see it happen a lot in the movie where like oh they get uh, shot and they're like no like a perf or like a perfectly fine person will get like a splash of water in the eyeball and they can like turn into and they don't die first they just turn into full fledged like oh yeah they just yeah yeah it's a virus that hits them right away it's not like the uh, the Romero zombies where you could get like if you get bit 
the bite will slowly kill you and then and then you come back back from the thing yeah but then if you in the romeros if you just die you also come back no yeah it's complicated it gets gets Mm. this little gray zone because like there will be like you know bodies from like cemeteries all come back to life yeah exactly the event of like you're like how did they get there the first when there's no more room in hell the the dead will walk the earth the first one has that thing where they hear on the tv or the radio and the first night of the living dead there's like a weird little like two sentences of dialogue kind of explains it and there's a thing about how a satellite that was in space or a thing crash landed back to earth and like and the suggestion is it like brought like a something right that like somehow is reanimating i think I that's know. about the most explanation he's yeah. given though like then yeah. he's just sort of like zombies. And, then, and then the rest of it is just like because after they established you know zombies in that first one they don't need to really explain it <laughs> yeah no, they're like zombies are there zombies <laughs> and also next question what if they're voodoo zombies Oh, like they're being controlled by someone else. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's the no. other that's the yeah. other branch of zombies, well, right? Yeah, that is, like, that is what that is right. what a voodoo zombie means. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. Always, well, if yeah. in a voodoo zombie situation, there's usually uh, like a dark magic practitioner mm-hmm. who's controlling right. the dead. See, that's right. scarier because the like there's otherwise intent. they're just a mindless horde. But yeah, like they, <laughs> like, they have a plan now. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know where that comes from though. Scooby Doo and the Zombie Island. No, but that, that, no, I that, feel that I feel it actually comes from from Voodoo. No, voodoo comes, but no, but also no, but it's also <laughs> the idea. But it's also the idea of, of it comes from the slave trade. Also, oh. no, yeah, because like Voodoo comes out of like like Haiti and all that. Like the, the, the original zombie mythos comes. Tell out us of, like, about. Tell us about. I know. I, I happen to know a little bit about it. It comes out of like like uh, Haiti and like in the islands and stuff where African animism uh, combined with like Christianity, and mm-hmm. so like you had the two sort of like. The, the overarching sort of like mythos is of both like sort of slamming together and so you get these like voodoo priests and stuff that like sort of mash both of the like kind of mystical elements of both together hmm. and but there's also like this, the idea of slavery and stuff and people working in the fields and stuff and the idea that you can do something to somebody where they would be this mindless kind of like drone worker for you mm. like working out in the fields and stuff but there's also other stuff that they could do to bodies where they could sort of like mimic a like a uh, Papa Shango could make Ultimate Warrior throw up. Yeah, but they but they can mimic they can mimic like a coma in people, make it seem like they were dead, and then it's like, oh, they're dead now. You're, like there's no you have no use for this person, and they would take the person, but then they wouldn't be dead. They'd be in a coma, and then they would would reanimate, and they would be like under the mind control. There's like all this. Like, look into it. It's really weird mm-hmm. and creepy and stuff. And so like the original zombie movies, like White Zombie and like that kind of stuff. It's it's it was that voodoo idea. stuff. It's, yeah, it's like voodoo the virus zombies. viral zombie was only like later. Yeah, it's yeah. voodoo zombies from like so they're under like a curse or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have a um, yeah, that geez. moment of insanity? Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard of the notion of a? Uh, I want to say, I don't, don't want to get it wrong. Like bug out bags. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. having having some stuff in case of emergency. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah My yeah, husband yeah. got on a real <laughs> kick. Um, and and well, how, how long ago, if you don't mind me asking, was it about two years ago? <laughs> Maybe a year ago. Okay. Cause, so. No, because I had like multiple people in around the same time. I think the internet got excited about bug out bags like a year <laughs> and a half ish ago. And like a lot of people got into them at the same time. Like, and I was like, because multiple people were like, yeah, I got a bug out bag. I was like, yeah. what? What are you talking about? I think he just lost his mind for a little while. That's fair. And, That's yeah. fair. It happens to the best of us. Summer yeah. darkness. Yeah. Uh, and and so he put that together, and then he got on a lot of weird mailing lists after yeah, that. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think he started to notice that maybe he had gone crazy. <laughs> um, a bug out bag doesn't seem like because there's there's like there's multiple level of like prepared like prep. Yeah, if it's just like a people. bag of stuff, that's fine. Like I feel like, like it's I fine like, to have a bag kicking around. It's like when you when you start building like the it's building the shelters, shelters and whatever. And the shelters like the, and stuff, that's like the, 
what was it? I was watching Trevor Noah the other day. And uh, how many segments do you have left of this show? You're talking like so much. Oh, this is this is the last one. After is this that. the last just, segment? Yeah, okay, yeah. all right, go for it. Kid. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Just checking the time here. Uh, no, there's and I have there, no watch on. Yeah, neither of us do. Um, yeah, the Trevor Noah had this these these left wing uh, like bug out prepared people who <clears throat> it was like it was really funny because like they they were like hardcore like survivalist types, but like without yeah. without the guns <laughs> and like they had one of like like whoever one of their one of their journalist types being like he's like but what's the plan like you're like <laughs> you're just gonna go here and it's like you're ready for the apocalypse and you're like but no guns yeah it's the only time where you like i'd really advocate for guns mm-hmm. is like a, yeah. a, a bugger yeah, the, the collapse time, of yeah. society yeah, yeah. <laughs> really really need a gun yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. funny like um i i got these uh these role-playing game books that we played up at the cottage which are uh well did you just like Breathing. Audibly sighed at the idea. No, 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 no. You'll know when I'm audibly sighing. Oh, this is just like holy shit. We're getting into the fucking role playing stuff. Hey? Yeah, no. <laughs> but it's like it's a role playing game designed uh, around uh, the end of the world, and there's like mm. a couple different scenarios. There's like a an alien invasion, body snatcher situation. There's like a rise of the elder gods, fire, fire, <laughs> zombies, and whatever. And like the the starting point of the role playing game is you are the people that you are starting in the place that you're in. So like your starting equipment is like in this room and stuff. So it's kind of fun. Mm. We played it with uh, my buddy and his girlfriend, uh, my wife, and we just did like a kind of a scenario about a body snatcher thing that came mm. up out of the lake at the cottage. It was cool. But the books are like all over being like, head to the sporting goods store and get guns. That might be the first thing that they do. And they're mm. like, search someone's home and find a gun. And I'm like, gun. I was like, none of this is going to work, book. <laughs> like, I was like, we're, we're in rural Quebec. I'm like, there might be some, but it's like, it's not going to be everywhere. Yeah, like shitty yeah. old hunting rifles that don't work. Yeah, like, exactly. The book, yeah. like the book would lead you to believe having like being written and published written in America yeah, that you're right. like, you were like, you will be able to immediately arm yourselves. And right. then the, so will the aliens, like the aliens will also be able to get guns. And I was like, no. Yeah, but I feel like if you go a couple provinces over, over, then that situation becomes high, like you know, sure, highly yeah. more probable. Like, yeah, yeah, know. for sure. I, mean, I feel like we're just like in a weird little enclave. I don't think it's that weird of an enclave, like not, Quebec not and Ontario. Most I think, of no, I'm sure there's population. way more guns in Ontario. We get like yeah. get real, buddy. Like, yeah. I mean, I think it's they just did a, like, elect a Ford. Like, do, you, do you have any family with guns? Uh, I, my father. You're, exactly. You see, you, you you only have to go what? So like, what are you saying? Like, you're like, you're like oh, like it's like good thing we're like we're like we're in this place where the people don't have guns. I'm just it's saying, like, but you like know my, guns. Yeah, my dad. But, like yeah. 23 guns. What are you talking about? He has a but, couple, he has yeah. a couple of old hunting rifles that probably don't work because he used to go hunting. And right. a Glock. But see, I can think of at least two of my family members who have like actual like gun guns. Wow. Yeah. You come from a crazy Adrian. Family. Real small family too, so I may have just thrown them under the bus a little. Okay. But as opposed to like my uncle, my uncle used to go down, uh, my uncle traveled a lot for work and he was uh, based out of like Dallas, Fort Worth. And he had the experience of being like, where's the knife? And it's like second drawer mm-hmm. from the sink and just opened it up and like clank and a handgun is just there. No. Never well, that's once. not correct. I've never. Have you, did you know, did your, did your family have guns or anything? Uh, well, I, I'm from like Chicago. So like in the city, you really can't. Right. There's no concealed carry or yeah. anything like no. that. So we didn't really have guns growing up, but I, I did live in Denver for a while. Okay. And I, I went shooting on my 30th birthday. Um, but yeah, like that, there's a lot of guns in, in yeah, Denver. I believe yeah. it. I've yeah. never, like, I, like as a kid, I never saw a real gun. My no dad. Uh, Anybody's family's house? Nobody. No, no, no. My dad married a woman from South Carolina who, like, he Is had to be like, she's, she's, she's gunnist. She's a gunnist. Uh, <laughs> that is the proper term. Uh, and like she was very comfortable and feels much safer with her handgun in her purse. And my mm-hmm. dad is like, "Well, you're spending the oh, summer for in real, yeah? Oh, yeah. Wow. You're sending. He's like, you're sending the summer in Montreal. That is not happening. Nope. <laughs> not, swear to God. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Geez. And she was like, she's like, I'm going to bring my gun to Canada. Nope, and and my dad's like, no, 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 exactly. But the, like, it's such like the huge divide of um, particularly urban versus rural. Like yeah, if you she, live she, out she, on a she lives far out in South Carolina and she's like a single mother. Like I kind of yeah. get it. I, if, mean, I don't, you know, like if you call the off. cops and it takes 30 minutes for yeah. you to show up, then I and it's just a shooting culture and you grow up hunting and it is a different perspective. I'm not saying I would do it, but I'm saying I can get into that mindset a little bit earlier. Easier. All right. Yeah. Like I'm not saying I would necessarily be like, yeah, we need a gun. Yeah. Like, you know, Andrew. Andrew was like, Andrew very seriously wants a gun to protect him and his wife. Cool, cool. Yeah, and yeah. I'm always like, I'm like, really? I'm like, you live in Andrew's like- the first person that's going to fuck up with a gun. No, I think he'd be very serious. <laughs> I think he would overly overdo it, though. Like, not, That's what I'm saying. Not, not that he would fuck up, but I'm just saying like, it would be one of those situations where like Andrew, Andrew's very meticulous, very um, like... And then de- he blew detail, his foot off. Detail oriented. So he'd be the guy who has like, he's like, the bullets are locked up in this room and the combination is here. They're like, the gun is over here and like blah, 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 blah. Whereas yeah. the handle is like, and it'd be yeah. like, and in a real situation, you'd be like, ah, I don't have all these combinations. And right. it's like all three components of the gun are separated and in different spots. Yeah. Then, See, I feel like I'd be like that kind of gun owner where like I would definitely yeah, have everything locked up in different places. Yeah. And like, I would probably check on them daily and make sure they're still there. <laughs> Wake up like, in the morning, set your coffee and check your gun. Make things. sure everything's in the right spot. Yeah, exactly. But right. in a zombie scenario where there's zombies smashing through the windows, you're like, eh, like spinning. A bucket of grain. <laughs> well, see, I'm expecting you guys to tweet out as soon as you get that text from Absolutely Scott. not. I don't want to cause a panic. Like, <laughs> no, no, okay, no, can you just like DM anybody. me then? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I would, I'd be like, okay, we're in. Like the whole plan, the, the, the agreement that I have with Scott mm. is that I can get his wife and kid out of town before the hysteria like i won't right. I, I won't add to the hysteria i'll just be like it's gonna be super cool like can you, you text know. me when you get out of town yeah once i then once, you're just like once i clear the city the limits way. by the way zombie apocalypse it's on yes. <laughs> and you're like no Shit. <laughs> you're just gonna be about half an hour behind me well that's okay i only need about five minutes to unlock all the safes to get all the pieces yeah. of the gun and get ready for the zombies i mean unless one of your loved ones is already a zombie Shit. Right. They definitely would be. It's the yeah. fucking baby. It's, it's absolutely babies. The babies are baby. in hospitals all the time. Babies are de- <laughs> babies are definitely zombies. Damn. Yeah, I think I'd be in the bathtub and I'd just drown myself right there because I got to like issue one hundred of Walking Dead and then I was like, I'm fucking done because I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. My, it's funny. My wife is. Uh, you've watched enough horror movies with Sarah Walter to to know that Sarah's go to is to just kill herself. Like she's like, I don't understand why these people are running. Why don't they just kill themselves? Just kill themselves. Like they should just kill themselves all the time. Like why are why they not killing like in a zombie apocalypse like i was like you could not leave the like the stronghold with sarah alone with a gun because you'd come back and she'd be dead Hmm. it'd be like the mist is just too early yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everything's fine in like three hours I, I haven't seen it yet. No, yeah. it's, not as good. it's not good. Not nearly. Oh, uh, no. I, I don't think that, that, how did, that Dar- premise doesn't stretch. Darabont well. missed or nothing. <laughs> that movie's not great. It's the last oh, like the five minutes of good. that movie are fan fucking tastic. We watched no, that up at the cottage. It's the bleakest part though. I, well, but that's what makes that movie like memorable. The rest of it's really good though. Like it's, it's got, not bad. It's got Andre Brower in it. That that tight Darabont writing. It, it's like the first five minutes of Up and the rest of that movie I don't remember. Like the first five minutes are phenomenal. And that's what talks. makes that movie like, you know, like a classic. It's the house lifting off part. Oh, and the 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 the, the silent montage at the beginning. Yeah, it's the, the part that makes you cry, and then weep, the rest weep. of that movie is like nothing. Mm-hmm. But like the the mist, it's it's a good movie, but it wouldn't be memorable except Tom for Jane. that last five minutes. What if we took the first five minutes of Up and the last five minutes of Mist and just (laughs) cut them together? (laughs) (laughs) 
Someone on YouTube, please. Pixar's the mist. Pixar's the mist. Well, that brings us to the end of our show for tonight. (laughs) 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 Fucking weird. We did it. Guys, thanks so much. This is super fun. Our pleasure. Um, uh, People listening, if you like this episode, donate to our Indiegogo campaign. We're, uh, yeah, you'll find the link in the description here. There's a lot of really great perks up for grabs. Uh, Like I said before, we're still waiting for someone to buy the $100 perk that uh, forces Tristan and Harrison to watch any TV show you want with less than three seasons. Uh, so go make that happen. Because um, I, I will. You will? Yeah. I hope you will. That'd be great. <laughs> Walter's not going to do the $100, hour, $100 bit. He's just going to handcuff people to like a chair and make them watch <laughs> three seasons soft. of a show. He's like, sit down. <laughs> you better fucking I like sports to- night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can rate and review us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot with uh, visibility. Share this episode with a friend who um, you would want by your side in the zombie apocalypse or someone who you would take out to dinner. <laughs> Those are your two options. During the zombie apocalypse. During the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I, I am still... D- Guess what? Still down with Lance Hendrickson. I think he's a real... I think he's oh, I think gonna, so. good. Yeah, he's a yeah. boon in having a dinner and in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking, and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm Adrian Schoen. You can, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm at Boxless Thoughts. That's my Twitter handle. There we go. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm at Nine to Five CC on Twitter. At Wally Good Times. Wally Good Times. Uh, came up with that handle a decade ago. At the beginning of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not changing it. Never. Do you guys uh, want to plug your stuff while you're here? Yeah. yeah. I do that whole website thing on 9to5.cc where Walter and I have the podcast. Go plug yourself. We also have another pop culture podcast called 9ES. I do another podcast with Walter that is like a, a go Once plug monthly. yourself yeah. spinoff called yeah. Pat on the Mat with wrestling historian Pat Leprad. Scribe, is, wrestling scribe. Yeah, exactly. He also is the French chronicler. Uh, he's the French host of Monday Night Raw on TV Aspar as well. Cool. He's, yeah, he's a yeah, respected yeah. figure in the industry. Yeah, exactly. They just did the Andre the Giant HBO documentary. He's like in it. He's awesome. in it. He There's was like one. Of, he's the head historian and has like a producer credit. He plays Andre things. in the flashbacks. Yeah, exactly. I also work on uh, on. <laughs> yeah, he does. He plays a young Andre the Giant. Yeah. Uh, I also work on <laughs> comics and uh, and stuff all on the website on 925.cc comics and blogs. And he makes trains run. And I make trains run. That's yeah. what I do in my day job. Yep. Cool. Walter, you got a bunch of stuff. I do like the, yeah, the comedy shows like all the time and stuff. And uh, just like find me on Facebook and see what's up with that. The one thing you should definitely go check out this summer is Rad Dads uh, at Off JFL. It's our Off JFL show, myself and Reese Turner, along with um, uh, Steve Patrick Adams, Ellie McDonald, and very special guest, Ali Hassan. And uh, they're all dads and, you know, the one rad mom in there. And uh, it's going to be at Cafe Cleopatra, July 19th at 9 p.m. It's a one-off. It's part of Off JFL. The tickets are reasonable, and it's going to be uh, very fun, and we're very much looking forward to it. Sweet. Well, I'm yeah. excited, even though I'm not a father. You'll get there. No, it's one to. of many mm, reasons you, you can't be on the show. I'm like a dog dad. Oh, then you're a dad. I guess so. Dogs are babies. They're, my dog is especially sure, a sure. baby. My wisdom for tonight. Sure, sure. <laughs> Dogs are babies. Adrian, you've got a dog. I do have a dog. <laughs> do I'm not a dad. Plug? Uh, <laughs> are you a dog? I'm not a dad. Do do you do you call the do you call like your, your do you and your husband call like the, when you tell the dog being like go find daddy and stuff? Do you do that? I, 
I do. There you go. So do. you're a dog I'm ashamed mom. though. I don't feel good about it. I didn't, I, <laughs> I did not think that was going to happen, but my wife went like all in on it. And now it's just, that's, that's the vernacular. It's mm-hmm. like, go find mommy. We've literally had fucking cats for years and like, we've never been the mommy I've, and daddy. And I've never cats, done that. I've had cats my whole life. I've also had dogs my whole life. That's never been a thing. Yeah. And just Sarah, Sarah just went all in on this puppy. So I will say some of it. That was an audible sigh. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is brought to you in part by Audible Side, <laughs> <laughs> number one retailer of. <sighs> yeah. I work for Audible, interestingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got no plugs. I, I do have a dog. Cool. Um, dog mom. And uh, I'd like to personally invite you all to come to our live show uh, at Mainline Theater on July 16th. What a good um, spot to do a uh, live podcast. It really is. It's great. Cool. We'll see. It's pretty good. It is. I yeah. recommend setting the pod. Uh, I was going to say setting the podcast up on the side and then having comedians do something on the left and mm-hmm. making fun of them while it happens. That could be fun. <laughs> I'm a close personal friend of Amy Blackmore's. Cool. Amy Blackmore. To... Yeah. Amy Blackmore has been on our show a bunch of times. So many Amy's times. the best. Yep. I went cool. to school with uh, Kenny Struley. The uh, artistic director there. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. I've been saying Struhl this whole time. The, Struhl. the first time Struhl. I met him, he said Struhly, so I've always gone with Struhly. Struhl. I've always gone with Kenny. Kenny. Struhl. <laughs> anyway, um, it there. Uh, we, I don't know at the time of recording if those tickets are available for sale or not yet. If they are, they'll be in the description of this episode. And if not, I'm going to be calling Kenny later today yeah. to ask what's up. Strules rules. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're playing by Strules rules now, baby. Hey, hangs up on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalat, and I Good for the job, network thanks i do my best uh you can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com and remember to donate to our indiegogo campaign because if you don't i'm gonna make you listen to my baby scream just constantly live stream 24 7 yeah just make a whole podcast of like tom tries to read while the baby screams (laughs) (laughs) just silent with the baby screaming in the background oh god (laughs) i hate that more than actual reading oh the headphones are coming off here we go thanks tom thanks guys Benson, Benson, Benson,